0: Welcome into Dumb Drafts, the show where we believe that everything is worth drafting. We're back on a long hiatus, if for no other reason than to make sure that the show didn't get canceled after the appearance of Aton Shander. I'm Russ Joy at Joy on Broad, joined by three of CrossingBroad.com's most notorious contributors. Of course, we'll start off with the machine himself, Kevin Kincaid, who you can find on Twitter at Kevin underscore Kincaid. Kevin, how have you been doing in this uh, long absence?
1: I'm doing great. You know, it's great to be with you in Philadelphia, as Scott Pelley used to say when I worked at Eyewitness News. Um, and I'm just looking forward to the, uh, the, hopefully, the dumbest draft of all time.
0: I didn't know that you worked in TV. It's, uh, Do you ever win an Emmy or anything? Let's go to the next man up. You know him lovingly as Uncle Coggin, the Coggin Toboggan. How are we doing?
2: Russell, thank you again for having me on a very, very dumb draft. This one is very appealing to me since there was so little research that had to be done for this uh it was perfect and can't wait to can't wait for it to be the dumbest draft ever
0: speaking of a man who would have done research on this show of course it's none other than coach Andy Reid Andy how are you
3: well hello everybody I'm really honored to be a part of this you know I have a lot of history with dumb drafts we picked Danny Watkins first overall I was in charge of that particular fiasco so dumb drafts is really down right down my alley and of course you know, I used to call me Candy Andy as a kid. I don't know why they did that, um, but I, I got past it,
0: and uh, I'm very much looking forward to this. Time's yours. You're the tastiest candy apple I've ever seen. We look forward to the challenge of having the dumbest draft ever. So for those of you who are, uh, of course, listening to this uh, and aren't being treated to the visual medium, that of course is uh, Phil Kaidel, who's now taken over as the uh, Sixers betting preview writer. So that's always an exciting. Uh, Exciting thing. Phil, is that a, I, I,
3: I Turn this into basically a, a medium extra large, if you will. You a go. visual extra large.
0: There you go. Uh, so today we're drafting the best Halloween candy. Of course, the confectionery holiday is upon us. It'll be here in a few days. And so we figured that we would draft our favorite candy. Now, there are a few rules, as there always are rules here at Dumb Drafts, because you know we take this very seriously. Each competitor... We'll have five picks in this draft. There are no restrictions on what can be drafted in each round, but there are no repeats allowed. That is really the only rule. Each person has to take two candy bars, one sweet candy, which is not chocolate-based, one multi-piece candy, and then there's one wild card. That can be anything. That could be another treat that's handed out on Halloween, or it could be one of the other three categories. Again, critical to note. No repeats are allowed. With that, I've already put everything into the wheel so as not to waste time. We start off this draft with Coggin.
2: Well, oh, my God, this sounds terrible. Um, You know, it was a very close call at first overall pick. And it was either wax lips or this candy that I have selected. And that could be none other. Than the Reese's peanut butter cup nothing better than a Reese's peanut butter cup easy I mean if you have apologies if you have a peanut allergy uh, you don't know what you're missing out on it'd be worth going into anaphylactic shock to have one of these but the peanut butter cup is king and it remains king and that was an easy number one pick.
0: Guys, just out of curiosity, if you had been in Coggin's spot, would you have also taken the Peanut Butter Cup? Don't tell me what you would have picked if it had been something else, but it's a pretty easy number one overall pick, correct? Yeah.
1: Yeah. The Reese's Cup is the Trevor Lawrence of this draft, I believe. You know, nobody's going to fault you for it, um, even if Urban Meyer is the one consuming it.
2: Easy to overthink a number one pick, but I think that is a no brainer.
0: Yeah. I agree. It's a great pick. This isn't the Hurricane Schwartz of, uh, Of Dumb draft picks is what you're saying. Not at all. All right. We now move on to uh, Phil, who has the number two pick. Phil, were you planning on taking the peanut butter cup? I was not.
3: um, My first round pick is uniquely my own. Uh, It's going to be a reach. And frankly, I don't care. Um, It's my favorite candy. It's the one that when it shows up in the bag that my children come back with trick or treating uh, from uh, invariably disappears within 24 to 36 hours of Halloween being over. Uh, this candy has literally no chance in my house. It is the peanut butter Snickers patty in the yellow wrapper. And Interesting.
2: I don't even know Snickers if I've ever had one patty. Sounds good, anything with peanut butter is good.
0: Is that a bastardization of the peanut butter cup? Is that too similar? I think we'll keep it, we'll, we'll allow it. Ruling. So that's gonna count. Yeah. That'll count good. as a bar, I, I guess, right? We'll count that as a bar. Yeah. You could give me. You could give me the entire
3: Snickers family if you wish. It's much more of a bastardization of the Snicker bar than it is of uh, the Reese's cup because they are made by different companies, I believe.
0: Okay. So that then leads us to Kevin, who's got the third pick in the first round.
1: Um. Well, listen. Yesterday, <laughs> I dropped another installment of the critically acclaimed, an award-winning 50 Hot Takes column. Uh, the feedback was tremendous. Believe me. And, uh, you know, one of the takes I had in it, the best Halloween candy was the Kit Kat bar. And so I would be a hypocrite if I wrote that in the the much heralded column. But I didn't follow through on dumb drafts. So with the third overall pick, we're not going with Trey Lance. We're going with the Kit Kat.
0: I'll admit Kit. that I'm uh, I'm upset. I'm upset by that pick. It's a good were one. You
2: hope, were you hoping it fell to you at number four? I was.
0: Uh, I was very hopeful that the Kit Kat bar was going to make its way there, which now makes me reassess a few things. And I can tell you right now that, despite the fact that people love Snickers bars, I will not be taking a Snickers bar here. So you guys can load up on that if you so choose. Well, you do have uh, I'm two picks. To, I'm going to go with um, D's with one that I one that I think makes a lot of sense here, and one that I don't think you see enough people handing out. I'm going to go with the Twix bar
3: mm, Twix nice. is a fanta-
0: oh, fantastic, fantastic candy. One of the few that offers creamy caramel or caramel, whichever way you want to go. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it's it's incomparable value here. I'm actually pretty thrilled that it's that it's here. Um, I will say that I, I have a locked and loaded uh, knockout punch that I could issue here. I'm going to hold off. I'm going to I'm going to play the long game here. I'm going to see if it works out. Um, I'm going to go with, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take the multi-piece off the board right now. The number one multi-piece and it's not close.
2: Should we go over the the first round picks before you dive into the second oh, yeah, round?
0: We, we certainly could. Yes, we can. Coggin with the first overall pick took the Reese's peanut butter cup. Mm-hmm. Phil took the peanut butter Snickers patty. Kevin had the Kit Kat and I took the Twix. Now, I, this is, this is a little bit tricky Right? Because venturing away from the bars, I am leaving myself exposed. But I'm pretty sure that one of my picks is going to be there, so I'm okay. I'm going to take the best multi-piece candy that we have off the board right now. Uh, It might be controversial. I don't think it should be.
2: It's a bold claim.
0: I'm going to take the the M&M's. I want the M&M's, and I... I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I kind of feel like M and M's is going to be all encompassing, unless you think I need to specify which kind of M and M's. But
1: I think it's I'll, a reach. A I think you're drafting drafting for need here, when the best overall available would have been would have been a better selection for you. I think you overthought um, this selection of M and M's.
2: you drafting. They were
1: fake news, but okay. You're
2: drafting the high. Yeah. Tight end instead of the stud tackle. You're you're yeah. trying to go for the sexy pick here. Yeah, and I don't know if I'd say that M M&M, and M since there are like nine thousand varieties of M and Ms. I'm not sure just M and Ms is all encompassing. Yeah, I think it's you like, gotta you gotta specifically de- decree here and now which M and Ms you're picking. It's like Penay Sewell was on the board,
1: but you had to go and take Jalen Rager. Mm-hmm. You, know? you overthought it.
0: Yeah, I don't think I did. I think the M and M should be all encompassing. I do. There so are multiple you, varieties of Skittles. I think if somebody wants to go with Skittles, they just get Skittles. Do we really right. have to specify tropical right. versus wild berry? You know, I, I you know, based on the I fact that we say, only need one,
2: there are two very popular and distinct varieties of M and M's: the plain and the peanut. I think those are two distinct enough. That you could split either of those two
0: varieties into two separate picks. Yeah, but anything I, beyond that gets a little fougazi, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. see, I, like, I I personally like the crispy ones the best, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. draft those because I don't mm-hmm. think they have the widespread appeal that uh all right. so I, I think for the for the sake of the uh the allergy people, if I had to, I, I would go with plain, but I do believe that this should be able to stand on its own as all MMs. Right. Okay. Well, listen all right. for the um, sake of brevity. Um, prep-
1: I'm the Minnesota Vikings war room right now during COVID and I'm laughing because I didn't think this was going to be available. And so I'm calling the assistant over here. I'm saying getting Justin Jefferson on the phone right now, you know, (laughs) but in this case, Justin Jefferson is regular Snickers, the fun size Snickers. And here's the thing. I, I, this is something that bothers me. So I'll throw it to you guys. Why do they call it fun size because the regular size is fun too you know it's true. oh so but to be you're... clear
0: are you you're going is this your multi piece is that what you're no. trying to qualify? The, no. Okay. So fun size is your okay, got it. Well,
1: yeah, it's just you know, that's that's not really it's just a, it's smaller still version. a bar. Okay. It's just a smaller yeah. bar. So regular okay. Snickers, I'm I'm going with since you left it on the board. Yeah, that's like that's like Ross, that's bad, man. That is like it's
0: not. You know, I think the Snickers bar is one of the most overrated candies no, in existence. That's
1: you you basically mm. drafted Jalen Hurts when Jeremy Chin was still there, Logan Wilson was still there, you know, a bunch of dudes in the second round. I think it's a pick you're going to regret. And so I'm going to take regular Snickers off the board.
0: Wow. It's a good point. Outright. Which then
3: takes us to Phil.
0: Well, and as usual,
3: uh, you know, in a coaching mindset, you think about uh, the ability to move players in different positions. You, you like to fill as many slots as you can with a few picks that you have. Quality is on the board. It doesn't last. Uh, and you need that kind of uh, positional flexibility. And so with the second pick – I'll be taking Sour Patch Kids. Mm. That can either be a multi-piece a one. or a mm-hmm. sweet on chocolate. Uh, and I will even add in the fact that one of the great joys of eating Sour Patch Kids every year is throwing the blue ones away before we even start.
1: Now that I agree with. We used to sneak them into the Oaks movie theater when we were kids. You'd go to Target and you'd put them in your baggy Jenkos. We still wore Jenkos back then. Uh, for those of you who are Zoomers, Jenkos were jeans that were really baggy, and you just you like kind of shuffled your way to the movie theater because you didn't want to. You had to pay like a, you know, a bazillion percent markup, right? So we'd mm-hmm. smuggle uh, Sour Patch Kids into the Oaks uh, movie theater.
2: Very nice. What was the, the best? What was the best movie you saw at the Oaks movie theater? Well,
1: it definitely wasn't The Phantom Menace. I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that movie. Jesus. Um, we saw some good ones, man. We saw The Matrix there. Ooh. Yeah, we saw um, uh, Lord of the Rings there. You know, saw a couple Bond movies there. Uh, Goldeneye 007, I want to say. Very nice. That's so, like the old uh,
2: Echelon movie yeah. theater at the Echelon Mall for all my South Jersey peeps yeah. Up there.
1: yeah, maybe maybe the next dumb dress we'll do uh local movie theaters. <laughs> uh, I'll take the Oaks uh right. Regal Regal whatever the hell it's called. Anyway, I digress. I'm sorry.
0: All right, Cog, we go to you for the final pick of the second round.
2: Mm, final pick of the second round. And I'm gonna I'm going to use up my candy bar allotment here that we've set wow. it to. And I'm and I and I am happy that this dropped because I, I actually prefer this over Snickers. I mean Snickers has the widespread appeal, but I enjoy this more. And I'm going to select a good old fashioned Milky Way. Love a wow. good Milky Way. Oh. Yeah. Just a That's regular nougat, caramel, chocolate. You cannot go wrong with a good old fashioned Milky Way. Solid ending to the second round.
0: That's right. I, I will it's say Cog, now that you've uh, selected it, I I would have done a slight variation. I would have gone with the dark chocolate Milky Way. The dark, all right, yeah, yeah, but not bad. But I I do I do respect the pick. I think it's good value here. So to recap, the, the second round we had, uh, I took M and M's. Kevin took Snickers Fun Size. Phil went with Sour Patch Kids, and Coggin went with the Milky Way. Uh, at this point. Coggin has now used up two of his bar allotments, which leaves one wild card spot in the final round. We want to agree that the wild card just gets moved to the final round. Or, yeah, okay. And that's anything? Can that also be
2: a bar or just anything?
0: The wild card? I think we'll allow a bar for the wild card round. So that can be any of the the categories. So, so far, Coggin is now done with his bars. Phil has used up a multi-piece, his only multi-piece. And one of his bars, he has one bar allotment remaining prior to the uh, the wild card round. Kevin has now used up both of his bar allotments, and I have used up one bar and one multi piece. So I also have a bar on the docket here. So without further ado, uh, Coggin, go ahead and start round three. Mm,
2: okay. So multi piece is easy to describe here, but the other the other category is just a sweet candy can that also can there be multiple pieces in that also or does it have to be a singular entity
1: no i would say that like if you have a selection like uh sour patch kids that counts as both you still okay. have to it, you can't um you have to draft two of those right you can't gotcha. just have one you can't kill yeah. two birds with one candy
2: so. okay gotcha Alright, well then I'll I'll use up my multi-piece category okay. at the moment. And, and this is a candy that I have adored since I was a kid. That would be a good old-fashioned box of Nerds. I love Nerds. <laughs> there is nothing <laughs> better than just dumping an entire box of Nerds in your mouth and just crunching away until you get a sweet, sweet sugar high love a box of nerds yeah, strawberry yeah that's a good under the pick. radar
1: pick yeah that's a great pick man nerds
2: even in the nerds. small boxes yeah even in the small boxes bang for your buck there'd be like 500 nerds in like a small fun size box yeah not
1: revenge of the nerds well either way it's a great movie okay yeah not revenge of the nerds
0: 610 <laughs> <6-1-0, 6-3-2. laughs> 632 Phil is up next with the second pick of the third round Phil <laughs> go right ahead so far, what we've I'm seen... I'm not taking any more of your crap. <laughs> what up?
3: Are you done?
1: What up, Phil? Are
3: you done? I think, I think. What we've seen so far are a lot of candies. Obviously, it's very, very quick satisfaction, but short-lived thrill. You're you're eating a fun size Snickers. It takes you a second and a half. You're eating a little Twix bar. It takes you two seconds. You might get through a bag of M&Ms in 20 seconds, and it's just... Instant gratification, but then where are you? You're in a sugar rush and high, you want more, and yet there's no more to be had. So, with third round pick, which I believe uh, also counts as my sweet non chocolate category, I'm taking the Tootsie Pop, which is something that you can put in your gob for a solid 5, 10, 15 minutes until that uh, lollipop piece melts away, and then you got that caramel in the middle, and you're living the high life. So, I'm taking the Tootsie Pop with the third round Tootsie Pop.
0: The bold pick. I don't know if I would have rated that as a third round. Tootsie
1: Roll, man. That's also a great song, you know, by the uh, 69 <laughs> boys. Fabulous song. Tootsie Roll, yeah. All right, so Phil it. has
0: gone Tootsie Pop. Kevin?
1: Um, I'm going to go, okay, so I need, I got two candy bars. I need a sweet and a multi-piece, huh? Um. I can't believe nobody picked this yet. Uh, Reese's Pieces, man, give them to me. Knew that was coming.
3: Pretty knew good. Knew that was
1: coming. Yeah. Let's keep it simple, man. You know, I'm having a great drift. Try right. keep it simple, stupid. I got a left tackle. I got a right tackle. I got a quarterback. You know, we're rebuilding. We're building in the trenches. We're only <laughs> going to the important uh, positions here.
0: I'm a little bit worried about what I have to do next. I'm going to be honest because so I've got be a classic
2: Russ, like, Oh, I, I pick a chocolatey Claire, a homemade chocolate Claire that I had once <laughs> when I was well, in fifth I'm, grade I'm, in Halloween.
0: <laughs> I'm looking at the, at the board and it, it appears unless, I, uh, see, there's one, there's one guy right now who could cause me harm and it's Phil. It's going to pick some obscure I, I have shit that they out. ate
1: in Pottsville that nobody's no. ever heard of. <laughs>
0: um, I'm going to... Uh, Turkish taffy I'm or go something. With... Although Turkish is pretty I'm good. I'm nervous. I, I'm very nervous about this. Okay. I'm going to take a bar that I don't think gets enough respect, doesn't get enough love, and... No, I have to save that one. Mm, okay. I think. Mm, mm. Mm. This is... Mm. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to play this the right way, even though it, it pains me to do so. Um, for the third round, I'm going to take the underrated Crunch Bar. Crunch Bar. Good pick. Yeah, that's a good pick. The, the Crunch Bar gives you everything that you need in this life. It gives you absolutely every mouthfeel that you could use, any mouthfeel you need. I I just think it's criminally underrated. Um, And then that brings me, I guess, to I I now have to do a sweet pick, which is fine. Um, There are a number of candies that I could go with here. Some of them are ones that I'd be comfortable with. There are probably two here that I'm not totally sold on. Do I go with a personal favorite or do I go with the one that I think really is the best bang for your buck? Mm. Um, the suspense is killing me. really is <laughs> yeah i'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with this you pick, uh, like,
2: chuckles or something.
0: I'm gonna take uh, the Haribo gummies. Get gummy bears, you can get uh, gummy worms. I mean, that's you can, not bad. You can always get no, them at the movie theater, you know? Those are good. Yeah. I, I'm looking at the versatility, and it's a good German company. And so we know that the quality is going to be maintained. And that's what I'm really here for quality and efficiency. So it, listen, I've had a solid draft so far. Yeah, the Germans uh, have it in space. So there you go. So uh, <laughs> let's go, uh, Kevin. Yeah. Based on, based on what we're seeing here, you used up a bar with your first round, a bar with your second round, yeah. and a multi-piece. So now it comes to your sweet pick. All
1: right, well, first we have a message from The Cuz. No, I All right. So that was the cause just checking in real quick.
2: I today. like the Halloween um, song in the background there.
1: Now, listen, I could go, is this where I go off the board a little bit and kind of make a reach? I feel like I can do a reach now because I made I made really good picks with my first uh, three, you know, listen, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go off. the. I'm going to go a little off the board here. Cause I need a fruit. Wow. I need a fruit now. Something like fruity, not chocolatey. Um,
3: Cut that I'm
1: going to, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, everybody would expect me to go Skittles here, but I'm going to go with Mike and Ike.
2: Ooh, I love wow. a good box of Mike and Ike.
1: Not, not Mike Barkan and Ike Reese, but the candy Mike and Ike.
2: I actually like the Jolly Joe offshoot of the Mike and Ike's better. The all grape version.
1: Oh man. Mm. I didn't even know that was the thing.
2: Oh, there are so many good Mike and Ike variations. Yeah. I love What's it. Hmm. That's like a good pick.
0: Hike. Yeah. That takes us uh, over to Phil with his uh, fourth pick.
3: I'm consulting the clipboard here. It's a very key part of the whole equation here. Uh, we take this very seriously. We've kept our picks in line. We know where we're at. And, uh, candidly, I was very pleased uh, in uh, the earlier uh, selections when Russ took the Nestle Crunch Bar, which was a, a fine uh, selection and a good candy, but it's one element short. It's one ingredient. Uh, you left the better version of the same candy bar on the table. Shout out to investor Jeff. Uh, my pick in the fourth round is the 100 grand bar,
0: mm, which is, is a, good pick. That's a good pick
3: with caramel. And when you consider that I had peanut butter Snickers up top, now I have two bars that have very different and complex flavor profiles that can be enjoyed separately
0: or together. It's really up to you. Phil, I'll, ad- I'll admit I had that in my uh, list for wildcard contenders. So uh, I have a 100 grand uh, take.
1: Can I share a 100 grand take? I wish Just you would... space. I think 100 grand is kind of like a generational thing. It wasn't really that common or popular like when we were growing up, people who were like mill- millennials, right? I don't even think the Zoomers know what a 100 grand is. You know, but I think like back in the day, it was more popular than it was. And I think evidence by Phil and investor Jeff, both mentioning the 100 grand, I think there may be some validity uh, to my 100 grand take as a generational candy bar.
3: Well, and you're on to something there, Kevin, because I'm just going to tip my pick in the wild card round. It's going to be the Reggie bar.
2: Ooh, interesting.
3: The what? what? The Reggie bar, the Reggie Jackson. It's an old
1: bar. one. Yeah. <laughs> Old school. Russ wasn't even alive. I don't they think, don't.
3: They don't still back. make the Reggie Bar. But I'm here to uh, attest to the fact it was excellent. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: When did they rebrand the Hundred Grand Bar? Because it was back in the day the hundred that wasn't it? It was called the Hundred Thousand Dollar Bar, and then they shortened
0: it. Yes, yeah. they were trying to save costs on the ink. So.
3: Well, inflation yeah. got it. sounded like a lot of money in 1973, and now it doesn't. Yeah. No, it was
1: (laughs) a supply chain issue. The guy went on paternity leave.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We now go to Coggin with the final pick of the fourth round.
2: All right. Well, so we we have determined that the multi, you can pick a multi piece selection for your suite selection, correct?
0: You can, yes. Okay.
2: i'm gonna have to take skittles i'm very surprised skittles fell this far
0: yeah skittles
2: is just another classic just rip the rip the fillings right out of your teeth delicious that's right yeah they are great i ate them so many braces man oh my god i still ate them when i had
0: braces i didn't care what's your favorite iteration of the uh skittles do you like the regular the wild berry the tropical
2: just the original the tropical is pretty good um you know I think that's more if you're feeling footloose and fancy free on a particular day, but you can't go wrong with a good original pack of Skittles. Absolutely not. Okay. All
0: right. So to recap, round four: Haribo gummies, Mike and Ike's hundred grand, Skittles. Here's where we're at right now, entering the final round. All right, because we're about to go into the wild card round where anything is up for grabs. So to recap, each person's draft. So far, Coggin has taken the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, the Milky Way, Nerds, and now Skittles. Phil had the Peanut Butter Snickers Patty, Sour Patch Kids, Tootsie Pop, and the 100 Grand Bar. Kevin went with the Kit Kat, Snickers Fun Size, Reese's Pieces, and Mike and Ike's. I went with the Twix, M&M's, Crunch bar and Haribo Gummies. Which now leads us to the fifth round, fifth and final round. Everything is on the table. It could be a multi-piece, can be a sweet, can be a chocolate. There are no limits. By the way, if you choose to go off the can well, I think we probably should keep it to candy, but in honor of trick or treat, if there is a, a trick or treat mm-hmm. snack, I guess, that you want to go with in theory, you could go with it here. But right, I think okay. there are a lot of great candies still on the board. Like if you want to go with like a bag of pretzels like that technically no. is handed out by someone
1: you're talking about like but... maybe like uh, you know an apple with a razor blade oh, inside just of gonna it
2: make that joke god damn you kevin
1: or like an edible <laughs> you know how the news warned you to look out for thc laced uh brownies as if a stoner is gonna part with their uh their stash? expensive product yeah here's exactly. some edibles i'm just gonna give them to kids you know i mean come on
0: CBD gummies that are uh, masked as Haribo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the razor blade apple was my favorite. Watch out,
2: classic. <laughs> Got to inspect your candy before you get home. Oh, break with that.
0: All right, so the fifth and final round. Coggin, you are first up with your wild card selection. Make it count.
2: Mm. All right, I had a couple
0: options here, but
2: let's get nuts with this one. I'm gonna kick it off with a very lesser known bar produced by the hershey company that would be the whatchamacallit whatchamacallit chocolate good pick crisp and then peanut butter peanut butter crisp covered with chocolate it's delicious one of the best 80s childhood commercials i can recall you can still find it on youtube check it out that jingle will still run through my head at least a couple times a month fabulous candy bar let's get nuts let's wrap this all up here
1: I like how you said cho- chocolate. That you sounded like uh, chocolate. You sound like Fran Drescher in the na- the nanny. Um, <laughs> Russ, that was a sitcom.
0: With... No, I, I know who Fran Drescher is. I thought you were going with the uh, the chocolate uh, from SpongeBob. Some chocolate would be nice. No, I don't remember that one. Wow, All right. No. generational thing, I guess. Phil, I mean, it's been
2: on for twenty-five Phil... years. It's not that generational. <laughs>
0: Bill, you're up with your wild card pick. <laughs> As usual, every time
3: I participate in one of these dumb drafts, we get to the end of the draft, and I look at the list and I look at the picks. And I know But still around, and I just shake my head. I, I feel like there's been no preparation by anyone who came today. There's been no effort. There's, there's, you really did not give the appropriate amount of uh, significant thought about what you were going to do in this game. And I'm very disappointed. Uh, with my fifth and final selection, I'm taking Butterfinger. It's not 100%. even a question. 100%. No. It's
2: wow, good one.
3: Candy bar left on the board. It should have gone in the first two or three rounds. It did not. It is now on my team in the fifth round.
0: Butterfinger had right. some of that.
2: It's like Aaron Rodgers dropping into the 20s. My goodness.
0: I had that on the list of wildcard contenders. I don't even know if I would have taken it with the uh... – Mr. Irrelevant pick, but it's there. All right. So, Kevin, you're up with your uh, wild card pick.
1: Well, I was going to take Butterfinger because I didn't want this to be a situation like in our news uh, person's draft where Rick Williams didn't go until 25th overall, and then the people were ripping us on Facebook and Twitter, which is inevitably is what happens with every dumb draft anyway. It's like, how could you not pick X item in this draft? This sucks. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, but Phil helped us out with uh, Butterfinger there. I like I'm kind of torn here between two personal favorites. I think this one is a little more popular than the other one. So I'm going to take Baby Ruth.
0: What was your Hmm, other pick? Okay.
1: Why? You want to steal it from me?
0: No, because I have I'm locked into what I have. But it was
1: Mr. It was Mr. Goodbar. I wouldn't have gone with that either.
0: Okay. so what what made you go with Baby Ruth over? Peanut Chew.
1: Just personal preference, peanuts, caramel, milk, chocolate flavored nougat, uh, not Ted Nugent, nougat, um, covered in compound chocolate. So
2: you is this a personal this draft favorite? on a stranglehold, Kevin? Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. Uh,
1: the nuge. Oh, we're talking about the nuge, the music, just his music, not, uh, you know, his political mm-hmm. views, but, uh, yeah, we'll go with baby Ruth for my, um, Final fifth and final selection.
0: Guys, uh, you know, I know that I have a history for screwing up dumb drafts. I know sometimes I panic and I take a Hurricane <laughs> Schwartz in the first round. Uh, I, know I know that when you dunked on Ben you kind of redeemed yourself. <laughs> I know sometimes I overthink it and I, I try to get cute with a Mike and Mike. But the fact that this remains on the board is is deeply personal to me. And um, I, I think that it's kind of shocking. Just to give people an idea. Here, I, I made a list of wild cards. Here are some that I chose not to go with. Twizzlers was left. I think some people are going to be fighting for Twizzlers. Some people might be upset that Starbursts uh, are gone. Um, or, or are there. Uh, and will be left on the table. I thought somebody might try to pr- uh, counter-program the Crunch Bar with the Crackle Bar. That did not yeah. happen.
1: Yeah.
0: And I love... And I was very close to drafting earlier Swedish Fish. But with the final pick, I'm going to go with a bar that I believe has gotten a lot more love uh, as of late. And it's not something that you jump to as a kid, but it's certainly something that you jump to uh, when you get a little bit older and you can appreciate candy for what it is. It's a bar that originally was released as a Hershey product and is now part of the Reese's family. And that is none other than the take five bar.
1: Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah. That, that was one. kind of, you, the rest of your draft was a little bit iffy, but that was like a Jordan. Mailata selection right there. I think <laughs> yeah. take five. I, I have to
0: say it like as a kid, uh, I don't think this was around. I, I believe if I remember correctly, take five, didn't come out until like 2004.
1: Yeah. It, was, it, it was when I was,
0: when I was in back when I was in high school, Yeah, uh, it came out and, yeah. uh,
1: now nobody took everybody. nobody took like just the regular Hershey bar, did they? Hmm, no, yeah. no, we didn't take that. That's yeah, I would I have. Would
3: take that. I would have if Butterfinger had not been on the board. The yeah. standard Hershey bar, which is not only excellent by itself, but is the end all be all of s'mores making bars. Oh, that is true. Mm. That's yeah, the I, best place for the Hershey's bar. I, I
1: thought Payday might go off the board too. Yeah. Payday, mm. right? I
2: thought someone would pick Airheads. Airheads yeah. are what I thought about taking yeah. for the wild card, but I think Honestly,
3: we got this I think we did been, okay.
0: Like this might have been a time where only having four people in, we got to have a pretty loaded draft. There weren't there wasn't that chance of of many reaches. Maybe if we'd gone another wild card round, we could have gotten into some exotic stuff. Uh I wonder if somebody would have considered taking cookies and cream if there had been another wild card round. A big popular thing, you know, especially as you're younger. I don't, I, I tried eating one a week ago. Yeah. Not quite the same, but well um,
1: three three musketeers too would have uh, been on there. I, there's always some we some fucking weirdo who likes coconut and takes almond joy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or like my cousins or something. Yeah. So I'm glad none yeah. of us did that. But there's
3: no nobody... something against the York Peppermint Patty.
0: No, that's good.
1: Yeah. It doesn't scream Halloween
0: to me. That
1: you know you know what is... I like back in the day that I don't I don't even know if they make these anymore. Do they still make Fifth Avenue? Yeah. They do make them, do yeah. They good. still make Yeah, you, you can get in that. Like now, like there's enough variety and
0: other main stuff that that's not really unique anymore.
3: You know. Mm-hmm. So,
0: are yeah. Are we going to trigger anybody for not taking milk duds or whoppers?
1: I'm mm. sure there's some dude on Twitter who's gonna be like, I can't believe you didn't take this. You know, but, uh, <laughs> my, my outlier, the uh, Coggin, I think we'll get this, but nobody else will. I was going to, as a joke for the fifth one, I was going to go with Abba Zabba. Ooh, as a Abba
2: Zabas are good.
1: Reference. <laughs>
2: yes, they are. They are good on their when, own.
1: They when Dave Chappelle just gets stoned out of his mind and he eats an Abba Zabba that turns into the biggest candy bar in the world.
3: Um, I thought Cogan was going to take the blow pop just for the obvious joke possibilities but I
2: guess
1: yeah. I mentioned up. Dave Chappelle and yeah. Ted Nugent in the same podcast that's mm. two problematic uh, people that I brought up in the same podcast I don't know sure. if that's
2: allowed Bro, Hannah
1: I'm a little bit
2: you got the triumvirate.
0: I'm a little bit sad that nobody uh, picked Milk Duds I was going to make the joke about that's what that's what dads have on their chest when there's a, a baby in the house sorry baby <laughs> these don't don't produce what you want
1: you could have somebody could have just done it you know so
0: done a draft or you just took different
1: reese's things right you could have taken mm. the nut the nutrageous uh you could have taken the reese's sticks God. you know
0: the reese's sticks mm-hmm. were a good mm-hmm. one yeah. that was their that was kind of their no was that the one it, that was the it was just like a peanut butter Kit Kit Kat thing yeah,
1: yeah it was just hmm. like a peanut butter Kit Kat. it was you know again like there's not there wasn't a ton of variety there but they have enough stuff in their lineup now you go to like wawa or or sheets or whatever you know and uh, you can just there's a Reese's section that has like ten different things in it now. So yeah, but all told, I, Listen, think, guys, I think I everybody think everybody did a good did, job. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. I, I think this is totally fine. Yeah, uh, all right, good. So let's go over let's go over the picks one more time. Do you guys have your picks in front of you? Do you want me to read them off?
1: I got them. them. All
0: right, go ahead, Kevin. Uh, or sorry, Coggin had the first pick. So Coggin, go over your list with the people one more time.
2: All right, let's see if I can remember. Uh, Reese's number one, Milky Way number two, Airheads number three. Four Skittles. You did not
0: take Airheads. You took Nerds. No, I'm sorry. Nerds. Nerds. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have nerds, it, I, I'm okay. talking about
2: Airheads now. I, I want an Airhead. Uh, and then five was the Whatchamacallit bar.
3: That's what we get for letting Coggan have an edible before this podcast. That's
2: right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd be asleep. I wouldn't be doing this stupid podcast.
3: My uh, my picks were as follows. Very personal to me. Uh, peanut butter, Snickers, Patty. Uh, if you've not had it, go find it. Uh, after that, we went straight Chalk. We took the Sour Patch Kids early for the versatility. We took the Tootsie Pop because it's long lasting and delicious. We took the 100 grand bar because it's an improvement over the Nestle Crunch. And we took the Butterfinger because it was clearly the best candy left on the board in the fifth round.
1: Well, listen, uh, you know, I'm on pro football focus right now, and they just looked at the All 22 film, and they gave me a 97%. For my draft with the first selection, I went Kit Kat that took regular Snickers because Russ didn't for whatever reason. Reese's Pieces fulfills the requirement of having a multi-piece candy. And then my fruity candy is Mike and Ike. And then as a wild card, we went with uh, Baby Ruth, which um, I agree. You know, I agree with pro football focus. It was the best draft by far.
0: (laughs) I I don't know how you say that, knowing that I came after you and I I had. Perhaps the best draft on the board, but we'll go there. Of course, Twix was the first round pick. M&Ms were the second pick. Crunch Bar in the third round. Haribo Gummies, perhaps the highest quality candy on this list at uh, the fourth round pick. And then, of course, the the underrated, the underrated, Take Five. I mean, you can just taste the pretzels and the peanut butter and the peanuts and the caramel. You can taste it. And listen, the best part of the Take Five bar, just to add further value to the wildcard round, that's the bar that the kids pass over and you know it's a great thing by the way we need to have this discussion really quickly uh what is the appropriate cutoff age for for trick-or-treaters because kevin and i disagree uh but i want to get phil and cog in here really quick before kevin and i go to war uh what is the appropriate cutoff age for trick-or-treaters cog start with you
2: all right, I will um, preface this by saying you have to wear a costume. If you're not wearing a costume, get the fuck out. And yeah. also, if you don't say – my my biggest – one of the best things I like to do on Halloween is if they don't say trick-or-treat. If any kid doesn't say trick-or-treat, I make them say it before giving them candy. Notice this. Kids don't say trick-or-treat anymore. They just come up, and they knock on your door, and they, they kind of look at you. They have to say trick-or-treat yeah, to get candy.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Because they don't mm-hmm. know how to communicate anymore. They're used to like texting their friends and stuff like that. They're staring at you like a fucking weirdo. It's like, dude, hello, hello. Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. Happy what Halloween do you
0: count for little kids? Do we do we let yeah, that pass? No.
1: Yeah. Or do you sure, do you like kind of get
0: them back into shape? Go back out to the start of the driveway and you walk yeah. back up here and you say trick or treat.
2: Yeah, turn around and try try that again. <laughs> I
0: Phil, would say. Or, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Cog.
2: No, I would just say, and and this may be skewing old, but I would say. If you're willing to do it in high school and you have a costume, I'll take anyone in high school that's still in the Halloween spirit, that still wants to hold on to a piece of their childhood, that wants trick-or-treat. I'll give you candy. If you show up in jeans and a t-shirt, I'm kicking you right in the chest and you're going down my my stairs. But if you come up in a costume and you still ag- are actually still in the Halloween spirit, then fine. Anything older than high school, you're just a weirdo.
3: Phil. You're asking me what the proper age or the cutoff age for trick or treating is. Yes. If you have an excellent Andy Reid costume and are willing to go it alone, I think fifty is a good number.
2: <laughs> there you go.
3: Perfect. Kevin.
1: Um. Well, the question was how is repeat the actual question itself. How old is is too old for trick or treating? How is old is how too think?
0: old for for trick or treating? Like, what's the cutoff?
1: Well, I mean, I would say. High school up until the end of high school, when you turn when you graduate from high school, you can't go trick or treating anymore unless you're with your kids um, yeah. or somebody under the age of 18. I got no problem with it, you know, like I like but, you know, adults coming around is weird. I, I don't know. Like I, I'm the more the has, thing
0: has an adult trick or treating door to door. That's well, uh, yeah, well, that's you call you the go. police at that point. Kev. That's... Well, right, right.
1: No, but like sometimes they'll they'll you know they'll mix and match with with like younger kids or whatever you know if there's like a kid who graduated. there's kids who used to come around our neighborhood that like graduated from high school but their little brother was still in high school or something they'd come around to it. and I'd be like yeah I, you know I think we got to cut it off here but uh, I don't have any problem with it you know I mean like all you gotta do is dress up and you get free shit so it's the best holiday ever you know so you don't have to act like yourself no. either so I don't
3: know who won this draft I'm sure we'll find out later but I, I'm certainly hopeful that I won best costume because. I think it was me with best costume and then tied for sex with the three of you, which was COVID work from home guy. Right. Doing the same costume that was good. At all
0: at the same
2: mm-hmm. time. Middle-aged I just, father.
0: Listen, I just have to say before those. before uh, we leave here, as, as the only person who's worked in education, uh, 16 is the cutoff. I'll be generous and allow for freshmen and maybe even sophomores to go trick-or-treating. But when you're an upperclassman, There are a lot of things that you are able to do, including driving a car and getting a job. And if you can do either of those two things, you don't need free handouts of candy. Now, if you're taking a younger sibling, trick or treating, good on you. You don't get candy, but good on you for being a good sibling. But if you're old enough to drive or you're old enough to get a job, no candy for you. You can drive yourself to Wawa, go get a bar. You can drive yourself up to Costco, use your parents' membership, and go buy yourself a, a, a giant bag. That's it. There, there is no. If you're 18 years old. And you're looking for a free hand out of candy. I'll tell you what you got. You got problems. All right. Go find something else to do. Go take a younger sibling. You don't get the candy. Underclassmen only. Until you can drive. Then drive yourself to the store. It's pretty simple.
1: And Russ has spoken. All right, the, end. the end.
0: That's where we are. Big thank you to everybody, as always, for checking in on Dumb Drafts. Of course, we're available everywhere you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, we're, we're everywhere. You have some other obscure podcast app you wanna use, you can find us there. You can find the video of this episode over on the Crossing Broad channel, at least by Halloween it'll be up. So if you go look over on Crossing Broad and you don't find it, don't worry, it'll be up there. But the videos of these episodes are available over on the Crossing Broad YouTube channel, youtube.com slash crossing broad. You can find them there. A big thank you, as always, to our video guide, Craig, for getting those up and uploaded to the YouTube channel. So for Phil, you can find on Twitter at Phil Keidel, That's K-E-I-D-E-L. It's not hard to spell. It's Phil Kaidel. For Coggin, at Coggin toboggan For Kevin, at Kevin underscore Kincaid. I'm Russ, at Joy on Broad. Thanks for tuning in. Let us know what we got right. Let us know what we got wrong. And more importantly, let us know what we should draft next. You can find us over on Twitter at Dumb Drafts. And you can also email us, drop dumbdrafts at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you again soon.